Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 90. 90 episodes. Oh my gosh. I, I'm just realizing that now as I said it. We are 10 episodes away from 100, from 100 episodes on That Smart Hustle podcast. Holy moly, that is insane. Please bear with me. As you can probably hear, I still have some congestion from a cold that I've had over the past four to five days, and it is still lingering, but I cannot even begin to tell you how happy I am that my voice has come back, that I'm not coughing every time I breathe or sneezing every time like I sniffle. So it's just been, it's been real fun over here in the KM household. So I'm guessing if you clicked on this podcast, it's because A, you are a regular listener, which thank you. I love you so much and I appreciate you more than I could possibly ever express. Thank you so much for tuning in weekly to listen to all of the episodes. I love it. Or B, you saw the title of this podcast episode and you were like, what What does this even mean? Um, because the title of this podcast episode is how to make sure that next year doesn't suck. <laughs> and so the reason why I'm titling this podcast episode that is because I have noticed that so many people, and Rachel Hollis you guys know that I, I love Rachel Hollis, and I've gone to two of her conferences. I went to Rise, her personal or women's conference Rise in July of this year, and then I just returned recently from Rise Business in South Carolina. But there's something that she always says, which I just love, especially around this time of the year, is that normally in November and December, we start to slow down. And it does make sense to slow down because we're starting to gear up for the holidays and we're like, oh, I worked so hard this year and it's time to just relax. And it's kind of like the harvest, right? I feel like the end of the year or fall and autumn into the winter, it's like you're celebrating the harvest and then you're hibernating in the winter and then you emerge again as a beautiful flower in the spring. But there's something that has to be said for that hibernation piece and why I think there are some people out there who are super successful in achieving their goals and their dreams and moving at what probably seems like lightning speed than for those who just kind of hibernate and don't do anything for like the three or four months. At least in Houston, we have winter for like four months. I know in some other places, winter starts in like August or September, which I would be totally fine with. I'm saying that. I don't know. I've lived in heat like Arizona and Texas pretty much my whole life, so I really can't speak to having really long winters. But I love the snow. Anyways, I digress. A little bit of a tangent there. So the thing that Rachel Hollis says that I've realized I live by, and I've lived by this before I ever even knew of Rachel Hollis or heard her say it, is that most of the time people are slowing down in November and December when really it's the time to ramp things up. Now, I don't necessarily agree that we should be ramping up to like full speed and burning out. And that's not what I mean by ramping up. What I mean by ramping up is that we need to have some sort of a plan. It doesn't have to be this super detailed, like in the nitty gritty 
of all the things plan, but we need to have some sort of vision as to what we're moving towards. So the number one reason I I hate New Year's resolutions, I'm just going to throw that out there. That may be an unpopular opinion. The reason why I hate New Year's resolutions is because we get lazy pretty much for the rest of this year, the time that we have now. We take it for granted, and then January 1st rolls around, and we have all these resolutions, and we might we might have the adrenaline and the motivation to go for one week or maybe even two weeks if we're really feeling motivated, but then we hit that third week, and it just falls off, and then we get right back to where we are right now in November where it's like, okay, well, I fell off the wagon for eight months this year, so I guess I'm just going to hop back on for the two weeks. It doesn't work, right? Why are we continuing this cycle over and over again? It's like that quote that Einstein said is um, doing the same or insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you have noticed that you are someone who sets resolutions every single year and you fail to achieve those resolutions every single year, or maybe you only meet them halfway or you get started and then you just give up and you stop, this podcast episode is for you. So one of the main reasons why I believe I've been able to build a successful creative online business is because of this. Every single year of my business since 2015, I have had one project that I have been focused on in the month of November and in the month of December. So this is what I mean when I say like most people slow down during that time. I don't slow down. I ramp things up in the sense that I don't just stop everything. Now, there have been times where I've maybe stopped posting podcast episodes or I've stopped certain parts of my business where I've taken a break, but that doesn't mean I'm just sitting around like watching Netflix all day and not doing anything. Normally, if I'm taking a break, it's because I have clarity on something else and I know that the podcast or YouTube videos or anything like that is going to be taking away from that time that I really need to use to get going on that project. That's really how a lot of my courses and my online programs like Elevate and Valiance, Write 50K in 30 Days, Hustle Smarter, Not Harder, that's how all of these were born because I literally took one or two months in full, sat down, and really just focused on those the entire time. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast and are writers, you probably know that every single year I participate in NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month. So November, my project is always a book project. That is what I'm focused on. That is what I'm working on. There's not really anything else that I'm doing at that time except for writing the words of that book. It's actually something I really look forward to because in my creative business, there's always so much going on in the earlier part of the year. And in the summer, I tend to take a little bit of a break where I really get clarity. I can create some new stuff over the summer in that two-month time period. My content kind of slows down a little bit. And then I gear back up in the fall where I have some new new creative programs and courses and challenges and other projects and things that I can really push out there into the world. So November is something I actually really look forward to. It's almost like a reward for me in the sense that I get to sit down and just focus on writing a book, which is something that I absolutely love to do. And it's nice to not have to focus on anything else and to use that as more of a reward for like, hey, look at everything that you did this year. You hit your targets, you hit your goals, and now you can just sit here for 30 days and just get really immersed in this fictional world that you've created and write your book. So some people might think that writing a book is, you know, just a huge daunting project. I used to think that too when I first started on this journey, but now that I have written over eight books, 
it's one of those things that I really look forward to because I have my process down. I have my creative flow down. For lack of better words, you know, I, I know what I'm doing at this stage in my writing career. But that doesn't mean that once I finish writing a book in November, that December is just this time where I, I stop everything and I don't do anything. In fact, December is the time where I like to pick another project to work on. And the difference between November and December. So when I'm writing a book, it is a little bit, it's a little bit stricter in the sense that I have a certain word count that I'm trying to meet every single day so that I can hit, you know, my word count goal and my word count target. Whereas in December, it's a little bit slower moving, but I'm still working towards something. That's what I'm trying. That's the point that I'm trying to get to is that you have to continue the momentum, even if the momentum is going a little bit slower in your writing projects or in a creative project or in your creative business. We have to keep that momentum going because once it stops entirely, it is really, really hard to pick up that momentum again. So the reason why it is so important to pick a project, whether it's a big project or a small project, for the month of November is so that you can keep that momentum going. And yes, we're celebrating the holidays and everyone's, you know, happy and cheerful and full of love and laughter. And I also know for some people, the holidays are a really hard time. So there's there's a lot of emotions going on during the holidays. So having something that you can break away from things or just escape for a minute, or maybe it's just something that's fun for you to work on, that's great to have that so you can keep that momentum going because then you'll head into next year, into 2020, with that momentum still going. And January is going to be such an easier month to just slay and attack the goals that you have. It's very important that you know what it is you're aiming for, especially that first quarter of 2020. That has been the most crucial part of my success in building a creative business online and becoming a full-time author is to make sure I know what it is I'm aiming for January, February, and March of the new year. And if you can even stretch that out into a six-month time period where you're really looking at that and what your vision is, that's great. The other thing I like to do is so you have your project in December and you may notice that that project is a longer project and you may continue working on that through January and maybe even through February, possibly even through March. But if you know that that project is going to be done in December and that you're going to finish it, it is important to have another project already picked out for January and for February and for March. And here's the thing. These things might change, but I have found the times that I have not planned out or given myself some sort of an idea like, okay, January, I'm going to focus on this and February, I'm going to work on this project and March, I'm going to do my whole entire outline for this new book that I'm working on. When I don't have that laid out, suddenly I'm directionless. It's like I have a map, but there's no compass. So you have to give yourself some sort of a compass so that you know which way you need to be going on the map. So your project or your goal for December might be to start easing yourself into a healthier routine. Like, it's just so crazy to me when people set these goals like, I want to start working out consistently every single day, January 1st of the new year. I'm just like, do you know how hard that is to, to start <laughs> on January 1st and like go all out 
and do that for an entire week, like there's no wonder you fall off the train. It's like your body isn't prepared for that. You're just like throwing yourself into the fire, hoping that you'll be, (laughs) that you're going to come out of it alive. And a lot of the time we don't, we end up burning ourselves and then we sit there and we're all ashen and like, ah, I can't even make it to the gym. My muscles hurt so bad. I can't even walk. Like I can't even lift my shirt over my head. Well, like, no shit. Of course you can't. You just threw yourself into this exercise routine and your body is was not at all prepared for it. So what I'm trying to say is that we have to prep ourselves with that slower momentum. So if you have a health goal or a an exercise goal, start now. Start right now by going for a walk around the block. You know, go take your dog for a walk. Maybe hop on the elliptical for like 20 minutes and try to build up that momentum and that consistency now. So that way, when January 1st does roll around, it's not like this entire shock that is, you know, overcoming your body when you're suddenly lifting all the weights and running 18 miles down the street and it's freezing cold outside and your body's like, I'm not prepared for this. We have to prepare ourselves just like we have to prepare our bodies to get into maybe a a more difficult workout regimen and to be more consistent. We also have to prepare and flex our creative muscles when it comes to certain to certain projects like writing a book or building an online course or program. Or maybe you're wanting to start your business, so the first thing you want to do, you know, maybe is launch a website and you haven't done that yet. Taking the time to research that now in December ensures that you are prepped and prepared come January 1st, and you may even start building that website sooner. You might even start building the website in December, so then come January, you're like, wow, I can actually launch this product now, or I can create this, or I can start you know, giving my website out to potential clients or to people that that I want to work with or people who might find my content, my information, my product or service or whatever it is helpful and useful. So really, in a nutshell, my number one tip for ensuring that next year doesn't suck, and when I say doesn't suck, I mean it doesn't feel like you're just directionless again, aimless, not knowing where you're going, what you're doing, not knowing what to do next, is to build the momentum now, even if it's small momentum, even if it's not this crazy giant rolling ball, you have to think about it like a snowball. A snowball starts off very, very small. And I don't even know if this if this is even true, because I've obviously never done this before. But apparently, if you were to, you know, we watch all the cartoons when we're little. If you roll the snowball, a very small little ball of snow down a hill, it it picks up that momentum and that speed and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's suddenly so huge that it is really crushing every obstacle in its way. And so that's the kind of force of nature that you want to be come the new year, come January. But you can't get that momentum and that speed just by, like you're not gonna become a giant snowball on January 1st all of a sudden. That's something that takes time. And right now you have that time to build that momentum. So use it. Okay, so that is all for today's podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Ratings really help get this show out there. It helps it on the Apple charts and the podcasting charts. So I would be so appreciative if you like this podcast, if you would leave a review. And other than that, I will chat with all of you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. 
And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.